0: Real quick, before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk, and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out, and uh yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Naeem Douglas.
1: Hey.
2: Hi, Naeem.
1: What's happening, guys? Thank you for having me. This is, uh, yeah. this is exciting. Yeah.
2: super excited to chat big fan of your street portraits which we'll get into that of course but do you mind giving our listeners a background on who you are and how you got into photography
1: sure uh so my name's naeem naeem douglas just like you guys said uh i am a photographer here (laughs) in uh in the the greatest town in the world new york city yeah Uh, originally from uh it's a it's a great town Mm. Uh, i'm originally from philadelphia and I've been here in New York for about 15 or so years. Um, oh, I started wow. out as a news reporter. So I would be on TV reporting the news here in, in wow. New York. Uh, it was,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> I liked it. It's a, it's a cool gig. You know, you you are outside all the time. You're doing mm-hmm. something different all the time. And you're interacting with people on the street. It was, uh, it's a really, really cool gig. Mm. And for a lot of the time that I was here, I was a one-man band. So that meant mm. I was the reporter, the editor, the photographer, uh, the writer. So I was doing- Mm -hmm. Everything uh, when I was here, and or when I was a reporter. So um, even though my job wasn't necessarily um, photography, you know, I was always you know looking at how to compose shots for the stories and things like that. I've always been into uh, photography. I grew up in the era of the only cameras you had were film cameras. So yep. you know you would. Uh, <laughs> so I was the, I was always designated as the person who would who would take the pictures. Uh, I had some friends who worked for a drugstore. It sounds. <laughs> It sounds so ancient, but they yeah. work for the, they work they work for a drugstore, and you know the is where you would get you would get all mm-hmm. your your film and whatnot from. And so they would just get me just rolls and rolls of oh. film, disposable film, Polaroid film, whatever it was that I I needed, I would get it from them. Uh, I'm actually telling this story like a Chris Nolan movie. I'm going I'm going forwards in times and back <laughs> in time and whatnot. But, but love uh, it. That was I like, love it. <laughs> works for us. <laughs> that was in high school where I would get. Film for my for my friends and whatnot, and I just kind of stuck with it. And you know, even though I was doing it as a reporter, I wasn't necessarily doing it as as a profession, as far as you know, taking actual photographs and whatnot. And then I kind of got burnt out. You know, doing the news is it's a lot. Um, It's a job that you don't necessarily turn off from. Uh, You know, you're always kind of looking for whatever is going to be next, kind of a thing, and. I worked in two really big news towns. I was a reporter here in New York and I was also a reporter in Philadelphia. And those two places, they just eat up the news. Yeah. You know, they yeah, like, they never really, stop. Yeah, yeah. And uh and mm. so I kinda got a chance in I guess it was late twenty nineteen to decide whether or not I would try and pivot to you know, do photography because I was always doing it in the background, but never really doing it as, as a profession or anything like that, or I can continue to do the news. And so I decided that I would give myself some time to see what I could do as a, as a photographer. And then 2020, March of 2020 happened. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, that was, how do you say? Interesting, I guess. Um, especially, especially (laughs) here, um, in New York, oh, it I was yeah. it was really really That's wild crazy. to just kind of be out and about, or not even out and about. Just just the streets were so quiet, mm. and and then fast forward to we started having the protests and mm-hmm. whatnot, and that kind of reinvigorated me to kind of get get out there and and document what was going on. And I've been going kind of full steam ever ever since with documenting the protests but also doing street portraits and doing other kinds of work so so far so so far so good
2: i will say that's like one of my favorite when when people make the pivot you know they realize like what they're doing doesn't make them happy anymore whatever it may be and they they make the jump to photography like Mm -hmm. so inspiring it must have been kind of scary though too right
1: it's it's (laughs) It's terrifying. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm, I like to think that I'm in, in touch with my, my feelings and, and all of that. And hmm. I was very much so during this because you doubt whether or not you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the yeah. culture here in Western culture anyway is one that you are kind of, especially in America, you are identified by your profession as opposed right. to you are who you are first and then your profession comes afterwards. So totally. I lost a little bit of my and being a reporter, it's a cool job. So I lost, or at least I felt that I lost a little bit of my identity. So I was, Mm. I was just kind of unsure of what I was, uh, what I was doing. The the good thing is that, you know, uh, with opportunities like this or, you know, like kind of being a part of the community, it kind of gives you that that little push like, no, you know, you're you're doing something right. If someone right. likes it somewhere, you're mm. you're doing something right.
0: So with the whole journalism thing, kind of going back a little bit, did you did mm-hmm. you do schooling or was that just kind of something that you fell into? How did that all start?
1: Good question. So <laughs> I it started, this is this is crazy. So it started uh I've always been interested in news and then telling stories and whatnot. So mm. Me and a friend of mine on my block in West Philly, we started a newspaper for the block.
3: Whoa! Yes, where, Whoa.
1: yes it's the it's the '90s equivalent of. A, a blog, I guess uh, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> there, there was no there was no blogging back then. So we would interview the block captain, we would interview different shop owners and oh,
2: that's amazing.
1: and we called it the Lutlow. I lived on Lutlow Street and so we called it the Lutlow Express
2: and, <laughs> oh, man, and uh, I
1: love it. We went to it's funny as I've told the story a few times, but they had pickup games around the around a corner from where I live pickup uh, basketball games. Mm-hmm. So I would go and I'm like you know watching the game whatever and I'm actually taking you know the stats of the guys playing basketball. Mm. And I remember walking up to my them be like, hey hey um, so you had like five steals and how many points? <laughs> and I remember he's looking at me like, dude, what are you doing man? like get out of <laughs> like, But then fast forward to actually going and printing things, printing these out. And they see it, and they're like, "Oh, this is actually kind of mm. kind of cool." So, so it's uh, it, it's funny. Like in the in the neighborhood, a little bit, they would be like, "Yo, when you when you when you going when you going to drop the new Love mm-hmm. Express or something like that?" It you was, see how uh,
2: many shots I got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You see>? yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, it's so cool! I love it. Yeah, that's uh it, for my buddy. I I'm still friends with uh, friends with the guy too. Uh, Chris is his name, and for his gosh, I want to say it was either his housewarming. I forget what the gift was, but I framed like a special edition let Lo express yeah. cover for him and he has it I think he has it in his basement somewhere, but yeah, so that's that's how it, that's how it started and and actually, I wanted to be on the radio
2: good. well, you have a great radio voice yeah I will thank say. You. for
1: sure <laughs> thank you <laughs> i uh I wanted to do that first mm-hmm. or you no, know, I wanted to want to write for like, magazines or something like that mm. and it was the writing was already on the wall that Um, writing it's 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 hard to do it's it's a hard kind of thing to break into and it was getting even harder as i was as i was getting older and so then i said well i can do the radio and then the same thing with the same thing with radio and so i said all right well i'll be a a news reporter then and somehow or another i tripped and fell into some jobs and got on tv
2: (laughs) (laughs) i want to ask you with the photography Mm -hmm. was it something you were doing while you were reporting were you also documenting? I know you said you're kind of jack of all trades mm-hmm. on most jobs. Was was that like? Were you like leaning into the photography more?
1: A little bit. Yeah. It. You know what? It's the the job of being a one man band takes up so much of your your yeah. brain power that it's it's this tough sometimes to mm-hmm. kind of separate and kind of make some photos. Even though I did have a chance to do a couple of those. Actually, I have a hard drive from about 2007 to. 2009 that I dropped. That's it's broken. But oh, it has no. but it has all of my I am mean, I I've just been too cheap to get it fixed. It's yeah, a very yeah. simple it's a very simple fix. I just haven't done yet. Um okay. but it has a lot of uh photos from the stories that I did then. And if anyone maybe people are not familiar with with New York, specifically Brooklyn, the this place is his is monumentally different now than it was fifteen mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago. It's uh I've been here for fifteen years. I can't imagine some of the other people who've been here for thirty, forty, and fifty yeah. years to yeah, see the amount yeah. of uh, to see the amount of change that's going on. So I'm looking for. It's almost like a time capsule that I have that I totally. haven't quite opened yet. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna get. You know, what's funny is when I went to go get it quoted, it was maybe like a hundred bucks to get it fixed. Now I think it's <laughs> maybe like five or six hundred. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, like, wild. jeez. <laughs> I have some
2: hard Indeed. drives that I can't access anymore because firewire 400 like oh,
1: no. yeah yeah you know i think, like, I, think like, I think that's what oh, or or the uh no it might be the what's the They're 400 800 do they have yeah. I, yeah I think that's the i think that's what the what mine is
2: i don't even know if i could like get an adapter for that i don't even know what i'm gonna do but yeah ancient
1: ancient history ancient.
2: um well were you so when did you start getting into film like film
1: uh, i would say you know film is has always kind of been in the something that i was into i don't think i've mm-hmm. ever stopped uh well you know i that's not true, I think maybe in college i didn't shoot I didn't shoot film very much, but it's always been in the background, but I really got serious about it, probably about maybe I'm trying to think of like one of my older cameras I have, and that's probably like the first one. I would say maybe like ten years i say mm. I started to get really get back into it it's uh it's just funny to 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 learn how to make photos on a film camera and then go mm. to digital. I remember seeing. The fir- like the first time experiencing a digital camera. And it's yeah. just like blowing my mind when I say, yeah. I can see the, I can see the picture. Yeah. right away. It, it didn't make any, it didn't make any, it didn't make any sense.
0: Uh-uh.
2: I, remember, uh-uh. I remember the, cause I learned on film, obviously like l- late nineties, early two thousands. And early 2000s were when, like, the small digital cameras were yeah, where people would hold really them t- up yeah.
3: mm-hmm. in front
2: of their face. And I used to be like, oh, look at them. They're like, look, they're, look how they're holding the camera. Like, that's not even how you <laughs> hold the camera. That is so dumb. Digital is so stupid. And then, you know, after photography school, we were all, like, switching because it was, like, rush. It was, like, digital. It's digital now. You got to get yeah, digital. I was like, okay, yep. I don't so know what fast. I'm doing. I'll get digital.
1: Yeah. It really did. And then,
2: yeah. you know, coming back. And I, I remember because, like, I, I'm going home at the end of the month. And I'm like, I got to find my negatives. I don't even know what I was shooting, like what <laughs> film stocks I was shooting, because it's just what it was. I was like, right. you know, right now like going away from it and coming back, now I will make decisions based on what I want versus mm-hmm. like, I'm just so curious. Like, what were they even shooting back then? You know?
1: It's wild. I have a bunch of uh, photos from high school and I'm looking on, first off, it blows my mind that the the photos were printed. They were, you yeah. know, developed photos. They weren't yep. even, they weren't like, they weren't uh, printed out from a computer and so I'm looking on the back or sometimes I'm looking at the negatives and I'm seeing all these different kinds of films that don't exist anymore. Right. That I forgot yeah. about. Yeah. Um, all right. It's a bunch of, uh, what's the cheap? It was like Agfa mm-hmm. uh, film that was, I, I remember when I did pay for film, I remember going up to the drugstore and it was maybe like, three or four bucks to get uh, a roll of a roll of film. Yeah. It was, uh, it's just funny it's to think about now, it, be,
2: it being, it being a consumer thing. Like, yeah. It, like my mom used to buy film, you know? like
1: Right. Right. Where it was something that everyone, you, yeah. if you wanted to document something. You had to have some, some film. And I was watching, uh, what's the uh, uh, marvelous Maisel. And oh I think yeah, it's the Marvelous first Maisel. Se- yeah. 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 Maisel. Yeah. And I think it's the first season. And I never thought about this phrase until I saw it. But she's doing something weird in the bedroom, and her ex husband and said, "Oh man, I wish I had a camera." And I thought, yeah. "Gosh, I remember saying that all the time. I forgot yeah. we used to say yeah. stuff like that. Like, I wish I had it, like, because you know, I mean, now we have our phones in our hands. We, we take pictures I of everything know. now. Yeah, or like yeah. a
2: Kodak moment. Remember when that actually? Yeah, hit?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Man, I always go to YouTube and search out the old commercials. They're so much fun. Oh yeah, like yeah,
1: yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's so wild to think of that time and how you didn't think of it at all, really. And mm-hmm. now you're yeah. going on YouTube to go to go look back at it and whatnot.
2: Nostalgia.
0: Man, and I, I saw this weird TikTok the other day, too. It was an ad for a digital camera. I wish I could remember what the camera was called. But it was like, film prices are out of control. Who needs film when you got this digital camera? And it just looks like a little old, like you know crappy point and shoot yeah, thing yeah but it has like different film emulations on oh, it wow. and it's just wild that just how popular film is again
1: like just how insanely
0: popular it is it's it's just crazy you
1: know what it's it's i hear some some people not great but i think some people are trying to sort of gatekeeping gatekeeping mm. a little bit oh with yeah
2: it. oh yeah oh yeah but
1: it's to me, it's beautiful. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. seen this much. Mo- yes. This, pro- you know, people are prolific with with what they're doing with the film and how they're pushing it or pulling it or doing all kinds of of interesting things with it. And the more, the more, the better. I think. Um, I mean that that I agree. That grows the community. It it pushes you to you know see how how people are are see what they're doing with the art, and that just makes for better artistry you know it's kind of how people say oh music i mean every generation music today ah, it sucks and this and that and (laughs) these kids yeah my my thought is the the thing is the gatekeepers are gone so it's much more of it so there might be more garbage out there but there's still people that you would never have heard before that are making really interesting work. And I think that's the same thing with film where, you know, it's more people and maybe some people are trying to chase the wave, but there are artists out there who are really doing incredible things with this medium. And I'm excited to see it.
2: Me too. And it's even funny to see, I saw my cousin's wife, they have a one-year-old and she's like, oh, I got to remember to bring a disposable camera around more. And she was like posting like disposable... pictures of the baby. And I almost was like, that's cool. Sam, let me tell. And I was like, let me, I'll t- when I see her, I'll uh, she wants, <laughs> you know, something better. I can talk mm-hmm. to her about it, but let me not just like <laughs> overwhelm her. Like yeah, you yeah. think <laughs> a disposable is good. Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> wait, what is the wait, wait? Just yeah. wait. <laughs> Little did they know that's the, that's the start. That's just like, yeah. once you, once you start, it's uh oh gosh, I know I don't have to tell you guys. Once you start down yeah. this, down this dark, this dark, dark road, it's no coming back.
2: It's funny because <laughs> like the iPhone It does its job, right? Mm -hmm. And it's fine for some people. But Mm -hmm. I think, like, when you see a film image, like, she's, it's obviously completely different. It's like, you guys know already, I have to go down there. But, like, for people who haven't seen it in years or maybe Mm -hmm. never seen it, it's like, holy crap, what is this?
1: Yeah. You know? You know, it's funny. I had, I was doing a story on, this is so crazy. So the Department of Sanitation here in New York, they have a mascot, or at least they did when I was, when I was <laughs> reporting. <laughs> who, exactly. Who knew that they had a mascot? Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> and their mascot was a trash can. So I mean, it, it's on brand, it makes it makes yeah, it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> so I'm doing. I don't even know what this what this story was actually, but the kids were taking a picture with the trash can. So <laughs> so they apparently their camera was broken. So one of the teachers had a Polaroid, and somehow she had film too. Whoa, so man, she's taking pictures of the kids with you know the sanitation trash can or or whatnot. And the kids they're, you know, six, seven, eight, they've never seen it before. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. If
1: you could have the the look on their faces when they were looking at the camera and couldn't understand how how they were calling the piece of paper was coming out of the camera and they were watching it develop in front of their eye was, it was so cool to see them see that for the, for the first time. It's wild. It was wild.
2: Like, come here kids. Let me show you. This is a record player. Let me show you this. (laughs) What else analog thing's going to blow your mind? That's
1: awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember back when, when Polaroid was was on its way out. And I remember being in a Walmart and there were just pallets mm-hmm. of cameras and film. Uh, and the price was just like dirt, dirt, dirt it away. cheap to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I was like, I can finally, I mean, it was pretty expensive back in the yeah. day if yeah. you really wanted to be serious about Polaroids. Oh, and yeah. like, I remember buying a camera and like four boxes of two packs of film and that was like the best time ever i was at parties taking yeah. shots of everything i yeah. was just doing all this stuff passing the photos around it's funny it made me think of that i found an old shoebox with like trinkets in it the other day and saw some pictures of my friends from back. I mean, this is like 20 years ago yeah. or something like that, whenever it was, the early 2000s. And it's just crazy to think that Polaroid was another one that was just like knocking on death's door and just the the rallying. Thankfully, there was a group of people that was yep. like so passionate right. and, and in love with this. Yeah. That they they saved the damn thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they saved it.
1: It's wild. And And it's thank goodness. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. It, oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that kind of that kind of story or that kind of journey, you know, where this this company was on the brink and then some really passionate people brought them back, that kind of adds to the I don't know if it's a mystique or anything, but it kind of adds to the story of of how this is an art form that needs to be around and there are people who care enough to drop everything they're doing to make sure that it yeah. that it continues to go. And, you know, with those stories that for us, those kinds of people that that enable the rest of us to be able to enjoy the medium. Because yeah. i I know this much I'm not starting no I'm not starting no.
2: Yeah, it's not gonna so, me. So, no, <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna
1: it's not. I'll take the pictures, but you yeah. know it, it, it takes some other people in the in the community to to be that part that needs that that keeps us going. Totally. Yeah.
2: I wanted to talk to you about your street portraits because they're fantastic, and we've had guests on yeah, this show,
1: incredible. Where street.
2: we are, we, Timothy and I are not somebody at least yet. It's on my bucket list of things to like accomplish in my life is to start asking people to pose. Mm. What is that have, have you always been comfortable with that? Does it scare you every time or like what what's your process?
1: I would say that it's never not awkward. Okay. So, yeah, so
2: it's just check that off of like yeah,
1: yeah, just, things that are if you if <laughs> prepared if you worry about it if hey, you're worried about it being awkward, it it will be. But at the same time, I mean, I'm not nervous about it. It's just a. I just. I don't mind. Um, yeah, yeah. If I see somebody who who looks like I should take a picture of them, I almost feel like I'm Like it's something in me that compels me to mm-hmm. say, "Man, you look fantastic." Can I can I make your photo? And I think for the most part, people respond so positively to it that it yeah. becomes this thing of I ask one person and they say yes, that's great. And I go and I, and they kind of uh, snowballs in a way where. It's just it's just something I do, and you know what? I have years of practice of asking random people things oh, as true. a reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is I didn't realize that until I was actually walking around with Ripsey, who's been on the podcast mm-hmm. before.
0: Oh yeah, and- love you, Ripsey. <laughs> yeah, love you, Ripsy.
1: <laughs> and we're walking around, uh, walking around New York, and I'm telling him about how I was a news reporter before, and he's like, "That's it. That's how you take these pictures yeah. because you are used to it." And I thought, "Oh yeah, I guess." I guess I am used to, to so I think that kind of <laughs> I got a little bit of experience with doing it before. Yeah, head
2: start. Yeah. A little
1: bit. Um, but I just really like talking to people and, and making their photos because this town has so many incredibly yeah. interesting people.
2: And you around. really seem to like get the best of the bunch. Oh, thank some you. of these people, these characters I'm like, <laughs> That's damn, great. they, look, they thank all you. look so cool. Like
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean it's it's more them than it is me. I just mm. I see them and and say let's make a let's make a photo. The best ones the are the ones where we might not even say much. There's a a photo that I shared a little while ago. This guy, I think he says you can't trust a church girl. It's, some, it's something to that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. that effect. Yeah, uh-huh. we said maybe ten words to each other because really? he was he was walking towards me. I saw him. I said, man, your outfit is 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 great. Let me get a picture. And he said, yeah. And so I said, go like this. He said, like that. Click. I did one. I said, "Let me take one more." I took it, and as I'm rolling, as I'm rolling the next frame, he was already walking away. Whoa. And I look up, and he's like, "He's like, bye." See, you. I was just like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like okay." But but those kind of things uh, happen. But those are the interactions that I really. Even though that was so quick, we yeah. both were on the same page. Right. We, let's do it. You got it. Good go.
2: Like I'm late for work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's other times where I've, I've talked to people, um, for 15, 20 minutes after taking their photo, there was a guy who was sitting on, he was like sitting on this, uh, fire hydrant. And as I'm walking up, uh, I joke that a lot of the people I take pictures of are sitting because they can't get away when I ask them, <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I ask to take their photo, but he was, uh, sitting down and I said, Hey, may you look, you look like you're, you're, you're in it. You mind if I take a photo of you real quick? And he was like, okay, fine. And so I set the picture up and, and I'm not taking it and whatnot. And then he's asking me about, you know, what do I, I mean, I have a, I'm walking around with this, uh, Yashika D the twin lens. So it's mm-hmm, a conversation mm-hmm. piece. So people are kind of like, what the hell are you doing with that camera? And so <laughs> I'm talking to him and, and, and after talking to him, he was saying that he was all, he was doing a tour of the neighborhood because his friend had just passed and so he was visiting all the different places that they would have visited uh, together and whatnot. Yeah. And so he was yeah. kind of in the middle of that, and he was just like, "Man, it's so crazy. You took my 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 photo because you know I'm kind of missing that person." And and they uh, they weren't really into into like documenting things and, and whatnot. So it was just kind of crazy that you came over and asked me for this photo, and wow. I'm doing this tour and everything. And I sat and talked to him for a while, but those are. You know, you got the extreme. You got the one that's really, really quick. And then you have this other one where I was talking to them for a good while. And both interactions uh, feed my soul. Both of those things are are things that make me want to come out the next day and shoot.
0: Man, that's what... I don't know if it was... There was a video I was watching where they were talking about New York City and how people people kind of dress for this because of how Mm -hmm. like street portraits and street photography Mm -hmm. is just so popular there that people are just kind of I I would kill for that honestly like Mm. I miss it I was living in Nashville (laughs) for for such a you know decent amount of time almost a decade and and it was such a touristy town and it was so easy to go up to people and Uh, and grab the portraits Mm -hmm. or you know even get the the sneaky portraits and stuff Mm -hmm. and do that stuff and then being back here i'm in central pennsylvania now and i'm just like if i would even get lift my camera up with somebody walking yeah. down the street, they'd probably want to fight. Right, right, right. right Damn, yo! I'm just, a, I'm just trying to, you know. Wait,
1: you're in central, so you're just, in central Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, I'm about 15 miles from Hershey Park. I'm sure you know
1: where Hershey. Hershey Park. Park is. It, yeah, I went to school in Upstate Pennsylvania and Mansfield. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm okay. Sort of, sort of familiar with that area a little bit.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's it's called Palmyra. Like it's in yeah, between Lebanon and Hershey. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I take it that it's not much – I take it's not much uh, street portrait going on.
0: No, Uh. no. And it's like – it's soul-crushing. But it actually, like – I'm starting to map out, like, once it cools down – I mean, it's been so damn hot these last couple weeks. Once it cools down, I'd like to really start – you know, maybe even like hopping on a bus and going to the city for the for the day or something, because it's, it's really close to everything. That's yeah. one thing that I really missed about being in Pennsylvania, living in Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's not like you hop on a train, you know, the Amtrak doesn't go through there, a right. bus doesn't go through there. Right. So like that whole mass transit thing, you know, I'd have to get in my car and drive yeah. like two hours to do something there. Right. And it's here you can just like Oh man, with gas prices so high, I'll just take the Amtrak, Amtrak down to Philly and, you know, stop at 30th station, go Should. walk for the day and yeah, then you know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, but it's, also, it's just too damn hot right now. Yeah. Are you close <laughs> yeah, enough
2: how long does it take you to get to New York? You need to do like a like a weekend in New York and just do some street stuff. New
0: York stuff. is probably like if I were to do the train, it'd probably be about
1: three or four hours. And the train is beautiful and the train is a really nice ride too. Yeah, it's not Love terrible. It. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: I used to be such a train rat when like I was, <laughs> you know, young. I would always take the you know, I was a skate skater kid and like used to take the train to Philly and skate all day and then take the train home. Yeah. Like that's just the train was my life back then. I used yeah. to love
1: that. I love, I love, uh, I love the train. Oh, oh yeah. It's the best. It,
2: it takes some portraits best. on the train.
1: Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, we have a new here in New York. We have a new train station, the uh, Morningham train station that, that is oh. sort of invocative of the old Penn station. Oh. Yeah. I remember I've been there before. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, gosh, it's, it honestly is heartbreaking to know the whole history about the old Penn Station and how it was this jewel of a building that they mm, tore yeah. down to build, Madison Square Garden, where this oh. crummy, disgusting uh, uh, Knicks team plays that never wins anything. <laughs> I just want to make sure that all of the New Yorkers hear me talking about how terrible the Knicks are and how they do not deserve <laughs> to be in that footprint of Penn Station. I just want to make oh, sure right I got here. I just want to make I wanted to make sure I got that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they had these it. they have this new train station there that is gorgeous. It's so it's it's perfect for photography, perfect for uh yeah. for for getting some portraits there, even though I haven't gotten many there yet, but the lighting during the day, during the uh maybe like the early morning and then towards the yeah. uh, afternoon, it's like a big softbox up there and it's just it's it's great it's beautiful wow mm. so yeah when Man, you come up yeah. to new york you got to come come up to the to the winningham train station
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah i remember going through it, the, the funniest like amtrak story for me was it was my that my girlfriend at the time was going to school in Connecticut and I was taking the Amtrak train up to Connecticut and we had a two-hour layover at Penn Station. And this is back when WWF was the WWE and or or no, 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 Other no, the WWE Other was, was w. The WWF. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And it was so funny. I'm there, you know, stretching my legs, walking up. I was like, I gotta walk up and see the city. I have a two-hour layover. Yeah. So I walk up, I'm looking around, I see all these like seven foot tall monsters and i'm like what is <laughs> going, going on, on here <laughs> so i like i you know i'm like 18 yeah. fresh little teenager and i right. go right back down the stairs get in the train i'm like sitting here next thing you know they all start coming on, on the, the train, train. Yeah. there's like yeah there was like 15 of them on the train <laughs> and they're all like smashing each other around yeah, yeah. and being crazy yeah. and i i need I, I have no idea where the pictures are but i was like I finally, after two hours of being on the train with them up to the rest of the way to Connecticut, I was like, can I please get a picture yeah. with you? And they're like, come on, boy.
3: I'm like, yeah. okay.
0: But it's just, it was just like one of the best moments of my life oh, was great. on an Amtrak train. That's yeah. great.
2: That's hilarious. Great story. Yeah,
0: it was so good. <laughs>
2: should have been taking their portraits. So you should have been doing it. I,
0: I didn't even, man, I was one of those. I wish I had a camera. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back,
1: man, I always wish I had a camera. So, so you guys don't do much, um, portraits? Or, or like street ports or anything like that?
2: No, I don't do. So I, 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 w- I guess I would consider myself a porch photographer. Um, it's, the, it's the kind of work that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of on-set photography. So I do stills uh, for okay. like TV shows and movies and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um. But I'm kind of in the I'm in a transition phase. I just had a baby uh, six months ago, so I've no had way. some time.
1: Congratulations! Thank
2: you. That's He's great. my new muse. I've talked about it on the show now. If oh yeah. I mean, all my photos. Every, I'm, every my lab is probably right? like. This is every. That's all you do now. Like yes, yeah. this is yeah. all I do. That's all I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and with these with these phones now, you can't ask to see a photo because it's your entire phone. You'll just be scrolling. Uh, yeah, let and scrolling me. And I mean, I, I
2: we were talking about it last time. My camera roll used to be like, you know, whatever, a decent number. It's not embarrassing. Now it's like almost 12,000 photos.
0: No way. I believe it.
2: It's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I, if for me, especially now, like it's, it's, if there's, if I don't have a person to take a photo of, I'm Mm -hmm. not interested. I can't go out and do like landscapes anymore. Uh, Oh, okay. I I want a person.
1: Nice. Nice. You know what I was, I was hanging out with some street photographers a little while ago and I'm not much of a i mean maybe I could do it i just had i just don't have much practice at it, but these guys um paul uh paulie b is his um is his handle yeah yeah
2: oh um, yeah yeah
1: i was out with him, and uh I was watching them kind of you know watch them do their thing and whatnot, and it's just it's I feel like I'm gushing over all of these different photographers and artists and whatnot, but
2: that's all we do on this <laughs> yeah, show. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's
1: what this show is. Yeah, but he would. He would. He has a knack for kind of getting those really candid moments on on the mm-hmm. street and everything. And I, re- I I remember as we were walking around, I was just saying, "Man, this is what what you do as far as taking pictures on the street, and what I do as far as taking pictures on the street. Yeah, are two totally different skill sets. Like, yeah." And, and the biggest kind of way of being on one side and you being on the other. But when you look at them, uh, I, my picture's are okay. And you look at Paul's and his are really, really good. And it was just, it's, it's just really cool to, to have that kind of juxtaposition of being on the street sometimes and you see another photographer and you like yeah. know that they are getting something that you would never be able to 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 I mean maybe I could try but they're so good at 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 getting those really candid I know. moments.
2: Yeah, I love that video that you guys did together too because it was you kind of you both were kind of learning from each other.
1: Yes, 100%. and like
2: I love when you're like, so what happens if they like get mad, you know? And you're like, well, he gets mad, then it's all you know, whatever. And you're whatever. like, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much, pretty much. Um, and and I think that uh, it's fun. It's on. It's it's fun to to kind of be out. On the streets because you don't really know what exactly will happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, thankfully, yeah. thankfully, you know, nothing crazy, nothing too crazy is going on. I mean, every now and then you'll get someone who who doesn't want their photo taken. But while I enjoy making photos, and yeah, this is what I is what I do. i am never really precious about the shot that I don't get. I mean-
2: Oh, good for you because let me, I'm let me haunted that. Let every me, shot let me, I even get.
1: Let me, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Back it up. <laughs> I, I do think about them because there are some shots that I know would have looked so good yeah. that I yeah, didn't get. Yeah. But when it comes to, but those are more, if I see a scene and I wanted to take a picture, i will be like, oh man, I really missed that one. But when it comes to people, for the most part, if I don't get your shot- that's all right. I'll get I'll get somebody else. Yeah. I, I, I like doing it, but I'm never really that precious about getting that one shot that will some know somehow change the world. I guess I don't know.
2: Yeah. Mm. I was going to say I've been in situations where I've um, I've like worked up to the courage, or or if, if it was on a job and I had to get the shot, mm-hmm. and it had I had to be quick, you know, or something, whatever reason. Where like I know I, I got it, but I'm like, man, I should have like had him like pose different, or like, oh yeah, I could have, I should have slowed down. Yeah, you know, it's so it's not even just like missing like the moment that oh it passed and I missed it. It's mm-hmm. it's even myself like I could have, I just I could have just if I had just we, where were we all going? I I could have had like another if minute I or two. Just
1: moved him to the left. Yeah, or like I just got <laughs> yep, the same yep. shot
2: three times versus like you know whatever.
1: Yeah. As much as as much as it hurts you right now talking about it. It makes me feel so much better because I do the same exact <laughs> thing. Yeah, like I look at my photos. And I go, God darn it! I, why did not her, her her arm is weird or something is just not the way it should be? So we, I think we all kind of look at ourselves. But our it's stuff also
2: like, funny to to what like when when I'm in that moment and I know it's wrong. I'm like, uh ah, like I'll just like I won't even say like, hey, move <laughs> <yeah>. your arm. <laughs> like I'll just. Oh, keep shooting.
1: oh! Now see, that's something though that. I am. I probably take. I probably do that too much. Where if I'm if I'm posing someone, and it's not quite the way that I want it to be, I will be like, "No, dude, you gotta your you got something in your teeth, or you you, you gotta yeah, move yeah, your yeah, arm, yeah. or you gotta do, or you gotta oh. do that." And actually, somebody was telling me uh, they were like, "Man, you should do like you should do a workshop on this." Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I doubt it, but but <laughs> you should do a workshop because the different things that you moved on this person. I would have never even. Right. It looked, fi- it looked mm. fine to me, and then you know later on you you see how it looks and whatnot. So it it hurts me even more because I'm so kind of looking through the the viewfinder to make sure everything is is where it's yeah. supposed to be. And so then when I get it back and I'm like, God, God damn it! Why did I? Why did Why <laughs> I did still I still mess it up? Yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah. did all of that for for somebody to be walking behind the person yeah. I or something yeah. like that. You know hilarious yeah
0: man yeah see it's it's a bit of both for me going back to like you know our preferences of shooting it, it, back when i was living in 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 the touristy town it was so easy i used to love that kind of run and gun you know joe greer Polly b yeah. all those guys yeah, yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. quick little getting the crazy stuff you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i was in a big daniel arnold phase when i was mm-hmm. living down there and he just okay. has some of that crazy stuff where people's heads aren't you know it looks like right, they don't right, head right yeah. and like yeah. a, you know you just catch that wild stuff and then i'd have those moments kind of like you where it was like you have to go up to him and just be like dude you look so crazy in that outfit yeah. let me, yeah. you know you look great with that hat and that yeah. suit coat like do you want to sit and take a couple shots for me and you know sometimes people are like yeah of course and then other times they're like no man what, why why would you right, want yeah. my phone you know but i i used to i used to love that that little dance i used to always call I, I talked to this guy at the there was a candy shop down there and i would always talk to him he's like i see you five times a day just walking laps and laps and laps around here and i'm mm-hmm. like it's just what i do it's mm-hmm. if i don't do it i would be crazy i would lose my mind right yeah i was like it's, yeah. i call it my dance i call it my <laughs> little dance through town
2: let me ask you another question uh name sure. when when you do you ever have like because sometimes you can go out with the intention to, like, go make all this work, and it's going to be, mm-hmm. like, amazing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, it it just isn't happening, right? Like, sometimes oh, I'm yeah. on fire. Like, oh, I asked one person, and then I'll ask another person. Oh, and, yeah. And then versus, like, I for whatever reason, I'm today I'm shell-shocked, and I can't do it. Do you yeah. ever run into yeah. that?
1: No, I've had more days of just not even asking someone for a picture mm. than I have of days of people turning me down. For the most part, if mm. I ask somebody for a photo... I think my batting average, you know, I'm I'm like eight hundred for the most part.
3: Mm, yeah. But
1: I sometimes I go out and I just don't feel anything where mm. you know it's like, Oh, that person looks okay. Oh, no, I'm not feeling that. And or that no, I'm not feeling that. I mean, there's been so yeah. many times I sometimes I even call my partner and like, I didn't make any pictures today like mm-hmm. I've been out here for 3 4 hours and haven't made wow. one photograph. And sometimes you just you just don't feel that, but when you have those how how extreme that is a little bit. Just like you said, you have some other days where I went out one day and I shot so my my Yashica is a square so I get 12 shots.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. I went out and I think I maybe burned through maybe like 6 or 7 rolls. In about maybe like five or six hours or something like that. And that was a day where it just was, I know why it happened. Because in New York, when the winter is leaving and springtime is sort of kind of there, Mm -hmm, there's an energy mm -hmm. in the streets that is unmatched. So when you go out on a really nice early spring day and people are just happy to not be in the house Yep, you get that. You get that energy of people like to. They like to dress nice. They're in a really good like, mood. Yes, yes, <laughs> and especially these past few years where oh, being yeah. in the house is all we could do, pretty much, and getting the people outside, especially the parks. The mm. uh, I wrote about this on one of my Instagram posts a little while ago, but the parks became this refuge for everyone to kind of oh, just yeah. go to because. You know, we live in these we live in these small apartments and whatnot, and people weren't necessarily comfortable with, you know, going over someone's house or anything like that. So it would be let's go to the park. And the parks would be packed. I mean, Hmm. and packed in the best way possible. Packed because people are enjoying each other's fellowship and people are just out wanting to just be out and get some sun. Not quite not quite this burning hot sun (laughs) now. (laughs) But just be out and getting the sun and so it was easy almost to burn through that much film because it was refreshing just to see that much joy out in the streets.
2: That's a good tip for anybody who's like wanting to get into this kind of stuff. Spring is the is the the time, Ooh, you know. Yes,
1: this this is. I, I'm sure there must be someone has has had to have written a song about mm-hmm. the energy <laughs> yeah. of, of yeah. the streets in spring and the the early spring of New York is is. It's really, really fun.
2: Amazing.
0: And that's what I, you know, I always... Any social media I have, I always put like East Coast at heart because there's just yeah. something about being an East Coast person of how we we deal with the winter and the yeah. gloom and, and the mm-hmm. sun going down at four o'clock. And just yeah. like, you know, we're always living in that, man, I can't wait I until, can't wait. you know, yep. that first yeah. <laughs> 50 yep. degree day, that first, you know, yep. and it's just something about it. And we all, we all, like you said, we all like feel it in like, those feel, big yes. park days. And oh, it's I love just, it. oh, it's a,
1: mm, I love it. And, and yeah, I know, I and it, know. it makes, uh, <laughs> it makes going out and making pictures that much more enjoyable when you got the yeah. kind of interact no with way. people during that time. It's almost like everyone is high off of that, off of that feeling it, a little bit.
0: 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So was it, was it a little rough for you coming back after the whole lockdowns and all that stuff? Did you kind of have to read Get your get your sea legs again or were you just kind as of far picked as, up right where you were? As left far as off? taking
1: as taking photos or just kind of yeah. interacting with people.
0: <laughs> well, yeah,
1: both. I mean yeah, the whole both.
0: thing. Like getting back into the groove of, of normal.
1: Uh you know what? As far as taking photos are concerned, I wouldn't say so that it, it took any getting used to because I was while this was a little bit different, I was documenting the protests that were going on here. And, oh, that's great. And the you protest, did, did yeah, the protests yeah. were happening. It was hard. It it would be almost impossible for you to walk the streets at mm. any given day and not see a protest happening somewhere. And this was happening the entire summer. So, oh, yeah. so the entire summer of 2020, I was out taking making some portraits, but the, the portraits I kind of pulled back on taking portraits or or showing people's faces directly during Mm -hmm. the protest because there were all kinds of goofy things going on with people being identified and things like that. So I was trying to do things to kind of make people anonymous in a sort of way, but also kind of document what was going on. And so then as things kind of got, things are never getting back to normal, but as things started to open up and whatnot, uh, I just hopped right back into doing uh, portraits. As a matter of fact, I did some portraits actually during lockdown, which I am trying to make into some kind of either a larger zine or a small book mm. and it's it's all the so during lockdown, New York is a tra- is it's a transient city. I mean people come come from all over the, the world to live here. and yeah. so a lot of uh, and I live in I'm in Bsty, and okay. so uh when lockdown happened a lot of the people who come from different parts of the country went back to wherever they wherever they uh came from it sounds so bad to say they they went back to where they came from but they went back <laughs> they went back home yeah, and they went home yeah, yeah and a lot of the neighborhoods like mine which is becoming incredibly gentrified became de-gentrified in a weird way And so as you had a little time to kind of walk around the neighborhood, I was looking, I was walking around, I was saying, wow, this neighborhood looks like the neighborhood that you think of when you say Bed-Stuy, as opposed to what it kind of looks like now, where it's, it's becoming overly gentrified. Um, And so I was saying it's a lot, it's a lot of black and brown people that are, are here in the neighborhood. And it kind of looks like the place that I moved to. And the reason why I moved here was because of that Of that community and Mm. so i was just going around and taking people's portraits and and when i told my cousin about it he's a he's a he does some writing and he was like i want to write some poetry to your pictures Uh. and i said okay cool and so we were doing that all all during lockdown i i it was kind of a cool thing where i would show him the pictures and then he like, oh no, all right, I gotta write, I gotta write a better poem than that. And then I would read his poetry, and I'm like, all right, well, if you want to write a poem that's that good, I gotta go out and get even better. So it was this really cool thing of us going back and forth, trying to one up each other with his poetry and my and oh, my um, photography. So that is uh, that is something that I am working on. On is that currently
2: you're working on that?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just did some uh, editing. A a a book is is hard. <laughs> so yeah, uh yeah, yeah. it is it's some work. it's a lot yeah. of work so uh i just we just were working on uh getting some of the descriptions for the uh you know kind of the context of some of the photos um it's coming it's chugging along
2: Well, let us know because we will you know share share we'll share do. share share yeah, share. yeah. We'll yeah. Do. We'll are you also are thinking of like doing like a show to go along with it
1: probably yeah i think that's what i think that's what we're going to do
2: amazing that's so cool to do with like your cousin too like
1: it is yeah. and it it's so uh so my cousin and i kind of grew up almost like more siblings than than cousins mm. and i think you know as we got older maybe teenagers we kind of not not got estranged but we kind of parted ways a little bit and as we are adults now i feel like we have kind of gotten back together a little bit more and this was just really nice to to do yeah. this with him and talking, I was talking to him. Yeah. I went from seeing them and talking to him maybe like once every month, every couple of months, to yeah. going back and forth and not just text, but actual phone calls, talking to him Aww. about this. And I remember thinking, I, I could never, I could, this thing could never see the light of day, and I would be perfectly fine with it because it gave yeah. me a chance to hang out with my cousin who That's I so uh, kind of grew up with. You know, yeah, it was it was fun. I, I really liked doing that.
2: Well, this will be book one. And then you guys will have to <laughs> keep
0: going. <laughs> yeah, we usually always kind of throw that that question in there. Is yeah. What about all your other work and stuff? Do you have any other plans for your street portraits, or is that just kind of? I do back burner uh,
1: No, I I do. Um, I have plans for them. I'll uh I'll just say I have plans for them. I just right. rather I all just right, rather yeah. I just yeah, I just rather just put it all out when it's when it's when it's done. That's Even smart though,
2: because. I'll yeah. do the thing where I say and then it never happens and I feel like a dummy. <laughs> so <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Keep I'm, it I'm close. working I'm working to get on ready some to stuff. Drop it. Yeah, exactly. We'll be waiting. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So I know there's like a collective that you are a part of or started. Can you talk to us about that?
1: So I didn't start the collective, but I am a part okay. of I am a part okay, of the okay. collective. Yeah. Uh, it's called Slow and Focus. It's uh me and four other uh four other people. Uh you have the co founders, Tia. Sade and Henry, and then you have Lauren and me. And <laughs> I don't want to say anyone's title because I don't have them in front of me, and I forget there them. All. I forget them all. I know that I'm the general manager. I know that much, and I know that Tia, Sade, and Henry are the co-founders. But <laughs> okay, um perfect. But I mean, we're just a, we're we're an artist collective, and we primarily a lot of photographers but uh, you know it's it's kind of a place where any creative can kind of have a a safe space to kind of you know look for sometimes people looking for mentorship i'll explain like this so we have a huge slack channel which is one of the things that we have where there are i mean i think it's more than a thousand people are are in it and we just kind of you know we're putting out jobs you know uh wow it's a photography job here does anybody want to take it uh, there's a course oh, cool. here. Take that. Uh, we're having, we do photo walks. Uh, we're trying to do them once a month, but we do them probably once every six weeks, once every uh, mm-hmm. couple of months. Mm-hmm. And that is about kind of getting people outside and you know just honing their craft. And a lot of it is about fellowship. It's about talking to your other creative friends in person and you know, kind of share war stories, but also um, advice, you know, a lot of the things that I think when it comes to trying to make a photographer, trying to make anything a full fledged business, you know, how do I price things? You know, what right. do I do for this? How do I handle yeah. a client who is out of their mind? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, some of those questions I don't have the answers to, mm-hmm. and neither do, and neither does the rest of the board, but there is a whole community of people <laughs> that you can kind of lean on to try and get and try and get that answer and try to you know, so get great. some fellowship. Yeah. I, yeah, I love you think about I all love the that times
2: that. I've, yeah, yeah, I've been like, oh, I don't know what I should charge for this. And I like ask mm-hmm. my photographer friends, like, what would you charge? But having a whole like, like place to just drop a question like that in, mm-hmm. that's amazing.
1: And it's, and it's lo-fi, you know, it's low as low, it's, it's mm-hmm. pretty much, you know the equivalent of an AOL chat room back in the day. It's just that you have mm-hmm. you have this community of people who are who are there specifically to help you be a better creative. Which is great. I mean, <laughs> I, I uh, before I was even general manager for Souls and Focus, I was going to all of their uh, or say all of our events and whatnot. And I remember we did a it's called Souls Giving, and this was right. This was in 2020 and it was the first event that I went to, you know, since lockdown and whatnot. And it was pretty much a thing where we just invited people to come in and they would have their portrait taken um, at a studio. You just had to bring canned foods or some kind of clothing item or something like that oh, to, that's to donate. Great. Yeah, wow. it was, it was, it was great. And I remember uh, talking to them and saying like, this was something that I needed you know, just I mean, when you when we call it soul's giving, it was really soul's giving because it did feed my soul. I needed to be around people. I needed to take some pictures and and just be around people because we really weren't from March all the way up until November. You are around people, but it was still this weird specter yeah. of like, yeah. what is happening and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, the the soul in focus um, collective really kind of you know was was giving me the the energy. And the brain power, the the, the mental capacity, just to, to hmm. kind of push forward and and if I was doubting myself a little bit, I feel like I was I, that was something that I could lean on a little bit. Mm. I love those. Sounds guys. like a
2: dream. Yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. like a dream. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the community that it's it's great because you guys see the community that is with the film community and i feel Mm -hmm. like the the souls and collective it's its own kind of community within that and whatnot and when you have those little when you can be part of one a a big kind of community and then kind of be able to branch off into this other kind of section over here but still be part of the larger group it's it's beautiful amazing man
0: that's inspiring
1: that makes me want to that makes me want to get get something yeah. do too. it do it <laughs> no, no time like right now
2: we, i feel like all of us creatives like we like feed off of each other if you're creative like being around other creatives is like what gets the mojo going
1: it really does i think we as uh as yeah as a creative or an artist or whatever it is that you want to you know call it, give yourself a designation. i think a lot of the times we are in our own bubble of trying to create and you don't necessarily see what's going on around uh-huh. which it's going to sound so self-serving because it sounds it's going to sound like I'm fishing for compliments mm-hmm. but when you know I'll get a random uh dm or I'll I'll get someone who says like oh man I really liked your photo on this and then they kind of explain something about how they liked it a lot that when when I hear those I'm like oh that's that's so cool that mm-hmm. you got that out of it because That's not, that might not have been something that I was particularly looking at when I was making this photo, but just to hear. I love when that happens. Yeah, Yeah. it's so, it's so cool to to hear that and it breaks you out of the bubble of your own creativity because sometimes you can't even, you you don't necessarily can see what's going on around you until someone says, hey man, your stuff is pretty good and this is why I like it. Nothing better. (laughs) I love when that happens. So it's, it's, it's. It's weird to say I love compliments because at the same time, they, they make me feel a little weird sometimes, but, but you really, it is when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I I really, 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 really do appreciate that because sometimes you don't see it.
2: I think it's because it's, it's photography when we love it so much, mm-hmm. you know, it's like so, so like, like our passion and our things for somebody else to be like, oh, that's really cool. You're like,
1: oh, really? yeah, you yeah, like it?" exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I have a friend of mine. Uh, I used to I used to post. I don't really do these anymore, but I used to post. Um, I call them B sides of my of my shots. Mm. So sometimes, typically, if I'm taking a portrait or I'm taking a shot, I'll take two or I'll take three shots of the same thing. And I remember I I posted a whole carousel because the algorithm. Um and yeah. and I said, oh, you know, these are these are my B sides. And I went through and I was kind of explaining why i didn't like i would point an arrow at one part like this is out of this is out of place okay. this doesn't look right this and this or whatever yeah and i had my friend my friend Trudy um dm me or maybe she texted me or called me, i forget she's like Naeem how are these how are these b side these would be the best pictures that i've yeah, i would have ever taken before yeah <laughs> yep. and you were telling me that they're trash and i'm like i mean yeah they're trash to me but yep. I, um, yep. I, <laughs> i'm glad that i'm glad that you like them yeah. It's
2: always the the funny like my my husband be like, "Oh, it's great photo, babe." I'm like, "This is underexposed." Yeah. What are you talking about? This is terrible. Yeah. He's like, "It looks cool to me." Like, yeah. "Oh my gosh."
1: You know, uh <laughs> I was talking to a musician uh, uh just about uh sometimes the songs that uh that they like, maybe their fans don't necessarily like them that much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so I was talking to her about that. So you know what's funny is I have some pictures that I lo- absolutely love 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 and i have showed them and they're like oh i mean that's
2: cool. oh yeah that happens too which is even that's the and worst yes I feel like. you're
1: like wait, wait but don't you see don't you see how this is yes doing this and, yes, that? Yeah. and they're like <laughs> yeah. they're it's like one yeah, or I the mean, other right they're, yeah they're like oh yeah that's cool but yeah, that's then cool. like i'll post a picture that's like i mean i guess i'll post this who cares and it's it blow it blows up yeah like yep. how mm. h- how how and uh so funny and yeah and and she was telling me she said it's the same thing with music where she mm-hmm. has a song that she really really loves and you know she's looking forward to playing it on the road <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> like well i mean i no one likes it i guess i'll just play just it at home <laughs>
3: <funny>. <laughs>
1: oh man
0: it feels good to hear that that we all we yeah, all right totally. right right exactly. it's, so
1: yeah it yeah. is so crazy how that works
0: We'll be right back with some listener questions for Naeem right after this message from our sponsor. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only Develop and Hang Nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. We hang out. We develop some film. We talk shop. We laugh. It's an all-around good time. Chris and I usually try to get a past guest to join us as well. So, if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. Thanks, guys.
2: All right, guys, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this question comes from Nick Cowling Wood Vintage. And he asks, Any disaster stories with your film cameras out on the street?
1: <laughs> that I hope is, not, but that I'm is, interested. That is so I can't Nick, why would you why would you want to bring this up to me? Okay. All right. So okay, let's go through it. So I'm walking down the street because that's what I do. And I'm mm-hmm. looking to take photos of people. And I have oh, the, my beautiful roly SL66, and it's such I'm, a beauty. Oh, I love I love that camera. So I'm walking around, and typically I have the camera on my shoulder, and I have you know, like hand in my pocket, walking now. And as I'm walking across the street, walking to go into Washington Square Park, somehow the camera was actually not really on my shoulder, and just kind of sl- slightly oh. off. So as I'm walking, no. boom, camera falls off my shoulder and falls face down onto the, onto the ground. It fell so hard and made such a loud crack that I didn't even have the guts to look at the camera. Oh. I, just pick, I just picked it up and just kept walking. I think I may have cried. Oh. I think I may have like brushed a tear away. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And I so, believe it. Oh. oh, my gosh. So I didn't think I, – I, I refused to look at the camera in public because no one needs to see – some man crying over, over a <laughs> <Yeah. the> camera <laughs> so i wait till i get home and i destroy the ca- i i somehow broke so the you guys know the the sl66 is a very complicated camera mm-hmm.
3: and somehow
1: i broke the inside focusing rail on it where i just i i just
3: i oh. broke the thing
1: in half pretty much Oh jeez! and so there's one guy in this country who will fix it and he's in california And so I sent it to him. He already, he already looked at my camera before to kind of have it looked at and make Mm -hmm. sure the timing was right and everything. And he kind of sounded like he really didn't want to do my camera to begin with the first time because they're really complicated cameras. And so then I emailed Mm -hmm. him and I'm saying, Hey man, I dropped it. Can you fix it? And he's like, ah, I guess whatever, send it over. So Mm -hmm. I, so I send it to him. And he's like, all right, you know, I'll fix it, no problem. And maybe like six weeks pass and then he goes to actually fix it because he has a weight, a backlog of of
2: Mm, Yeah and
1: whatnot. And he says, No, I can't fix this. The piece you broke, I don't have any more of these. And they call I mean it's rolly. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're out of luck. So I put my reporter hat on. I said, No, no. (laughs) No, no. No, no, I'm not out of luck. And he sent me a name of this place in Germany that might have the piece. So I emailed them. They were nice enough to say, they said we don't give away pieces because we fix cameras, not give away pieces to cameras. Makes sense. But I gave them, but I, I, when I tell you I crafted the beautifulest, most beautiful sob story about my camera. <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Clearly, you love this camera. We'll send you the yeah. piece. <laughs> we'll send, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop crying, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> so they sent me the piece, and so uh. then I sent the piece to to the guy in California, and he just emailed me today saying that he's working on it now. So oh, it's a happy, it's a happy ending. But oh, yeah. my. Nick asked that question because he knew how 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 it it, it hits the game. He me wanted right to hear your Yeah, he wanted yeah, to you he, had to, to do hear do your that, pain
2: had, in the, your voice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. That camera, the Roli, the SL sixty six, is a beautiful, beautiful camera. It is. I love yeah. it. it. The I have the whole kit. I have the uh I have the uh two fifty lens, I have the eighty mil lens, and the forty mil lens. Uh that camera is beautiful. I can't wait to shoot with it again.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad it's going to be, you know, put back together for you. That's yeah. the worst when
1: that happens. Me too. Me too. Well, that
2: was a, a good question and a happy ending Yeah, to that, that the was answer. riveting, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was, I was
2: like, what a happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Woo. So the next, the, the next, we have, this is a two-part toughie question okay. that we ask. Curious to hear, but maybe we have a little bit of an idea of your favorite camera. What is your <laughs> desert island? <laughs> right. You can only have one camera for the rest of your life. What would it be and why?
1: My Rolly SL66. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. If you went through all that to get a fix, yeah. you better be taken it to the island. That,
1: that <laughs> camera will be buried with me. Yeah. <laughs> no one will get to use this camera after me. That's,
2: that's your baby. I love
1: it. I love that. Uh, yep. That camera is so. It's. I don't even know how to. Because I'm always telling people that the camera doesn't matter. I mean, take go out and, and, and take photos. But to some degree, the camera does matter. Uh, bec- but. You know, when I first started shooting with it, I, you know, I was getting used to, used to the different ways that she worked and whatnot. And now you can get so incredibly close to people when you want to take a, a really cool, like close up uh, portrait of someone. If I put the wide lens on it, I can, and, and I have a prism viewfinder, I can actually go up and start shooting like it's a, uh, like, like it's a street camera. Oh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's, it's, just, it's such a versatile camera. Then I can pop the lenses off put them in reverse mm-hmm. and take macro uh sh- shots. Ooh. Macro. Is Isn't that insane. crazy? Insane. And like that. Why? Why for? Like that, every <laughs> time I look at that camera and I'm looking at the different parts on it, it has to tilt the tilt focus that you can mm-hmm. do on the on the front. It is it is such a uh a peculiar camera. That I'm I don't think so... I've ever,
2: I don't think, I've never come across one. I don't think I've ever. Yeah,
0: I think like Hasselblad and, and Rolly had this like competition. Yeah. Because well, I, yeah,
2: I remember in the video, I thought it was a, I thought it was a Hassie when I saw the video.
1: Yeah. So, so. And I was
2: like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> the story is, and I, I'm going to try it's and get good, the abridged version. One. Yeah. <laughs> is that the founder of Rolly and Hasselblad had a gentleman's agreement not to step on each other's product. So the Roli made mm-hmm. the TLR and then Hasi made this, the SLR, which horrible, horrible business decision by Roli, but yeah. they, they went with it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. so when, once they both died, the gentleman's agreement was over. And then Roli came out with the SL66 and they over-engineered mm-hmm. the crap out of this camera. Is it is, this camera hysterical. is so complex. But it, it was too late. By that, by the time the SL66 came out, Hasi had already just dominated the market. Yeah. Yeah.
2: right.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the quick wow. version. Wow. Yeah, you gotta yeah,
0: look
2: I'm it going up, to. totally.
0: You gotta look it up. It's a, it's a it's a great. Yeah, it's that, a would great make, story. that would make for
1: you could turn that into a nice little like a weird series or movie or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds sure. me of
2: the Kodak, the Kodak and Pol- Polaroid. Yeah, an arms Pol- race. An arms
1: race to yeah, the little to, battle to. to make the best camera that's yeah I'd watch it (laughs) yeah yeah. same same here okay uh,
2: second part of this question okay is there any camera that you're lusting after right now any white whales anything you're like man that's my next camera if I could just
1: you know what I think this is going to sound so crazy I think that I want to eventually get a Leica only because Mm -hmm. I want to say I I at least tried it yeah I have shot with them you know someone let me borrow it I shoot it with it for a day it is. I don't even know how Which to one? Uh, name something. I can't keep up with M6, it like M3, M6, M4, M six, M three, M six, M four, M three, M six, M six is the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just a the 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 way it feels in your hand. Mm-hmm. It feels like some. It feels like someone took your hand and they said, "Hold on yeah. one second. Let me mold this camera to your hand, yeah, to your face, yeah. because everything just works very. It just works like it's supposed to. So I think. I mean, if that can be a white whale of a camera, I, I think uh, I think that's that would a good
2: probably, answer. That's a good one. Probably yeah, be
1: one. And I'm not much of a rangefinder shooter either. I I, I
2: wasn't either yeah. until until I got a like.
1: A, well, I have the I now, have the 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 Texas like I have the Fuji GW six ninety three. Mm. Oh my gosh, what a mouthful of a. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that thing is a beast, and that I kind of like. I, I
0: regret. I regret letting mine go. Oh, oh you had one in, in, and. <laughs> i yeah i don't even want to talk about it <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i bought, don't have to go I there i bought mine and this is this is so crazy i bought mine and i got it for gosh i think 200 dollars, maybe oh uh, top i was that was probably uh, the most it was maybe it could have been like a 100 something but i had to pay you know like taxes for it or something like that wild but uh but but yeah, yeah that thing is like a real life bitcoin it, it that soared in price over the last maybe oh, yeah, three yeah, four yeah, years. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love, that's like, actually a really good camera. I like that camera.
0: It is. I love it too. I love it too. Yeah.
2: But good answers. good answer is the the white whales. That's a good answer.
1: Wait, do you guys have do you have white whale uh, cameras?
2: I, pff, uh, yeah, I feel like always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. I want that one now because you said it was so cool. I have mean, it's a problem. Um, yeah. What was I looking at? The Fuji. Six four five, like the point and shoot one. What's oh, that called? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like the auto, yeah. auto guy. Yeah, that's a good Just answer. Just because
2: i I, you know, I'm. Point shoots are are fun. So having like a, a, medium, a medium format, format point yeah. and shoot seems crazy to me. That's that's my white whale right now.
0: Okay. Yeah, I kinda want something medium format as well. It's been a while since I mean, I have my R B six seven and then my C three thirty. Um, I'm really happy with those. It's okay. a good combo for me. But I would like something, you know, kind of I've always wanted a Mamiya mm. six, you know, yeah. I love square format and that's kind of my white whale. That or a blod, you know, a little Hasselblad. Yeah. that would has be blad. great. Yeah.
1: I love the I love the six by six format. I could shoot that yeah, me, me too. too. I could shoot that for and never go back to shooting anything else.
3: Yeah,
2: I used yeah. to not like it because it used to remind me of like Instagram, like when Instagram True. was only the square.
1: True, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And now I'm like super into it.
1: I love it. it I love it. Yeah. It adds a, or at least I think so. It adds this way you compose that. Mm-hmm. It just, I, I just, I like it. Can't quite explain yeah. it, but Same. I like it. Same here. Well,
2: good answers.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: this was so much fun. I mean,
2: this was this this was this was a this was a great conversation. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. Uh, we are super excited for your book so keep
3: us posted <laughs> yeah, on that yeah,
1: keep us posted. Posted. and World
2: where can everybody check you out your Instagram website the collective plug it
1: all yes let's do it so you can find me on Instagram that's Douglas underscore so that's n-a-e-e-m-d-o-u-g-l-a-s underscore <laughs> uh, you can find uh, my collective souls in focus uh, at souls in focus and my website is naeemdouglas.com google me just put in 9. Douglas, you'll find you'll find all all the if you want to look at you, you want to look at all my old reporting videos. You can do that, too. Oh, cool. I've, died. Died. I've already had that's on the
0: list for me to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Timothy, where are you?
0: guys you can head over to twitter and instagram it's at timothy makeups i also have some youtube stuff uh that's just go to the search bar type in timothy makeups i'm also on granary as timothy makeups and i'm on tiktok as timothy makeups and i do have a website too that i'm actually i'm in the mix of uh refreshing it and redoing it so that should be done probably by December. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, sometime. yeah, yeah. But uh, that's just timothymakeups.com. Chris, where are so, you?
2: So I am crispy Photo on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Granary. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. That's it. Woo. Ma'am, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was great. This was, this was a you. lot.
1: This was a lot of fun. Yeah. A I, fun. Could yeah. Do this. I could do this forever. I know. Right?
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.
0: First off, Chris and I would like to thank Naeem for coming on the show. Man, we had such a great time getting to meet you and to chat about your photography. We just absolutely love what you're doing. And we can't wait to see what the future holds for your work. And we're ready for some books. And oh, man, just super, super pumped on this episode. Again, Naeem, thanks so much for taking the time to hang out. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for only a buck. You can get the show two days early we also have our patreon develop and hang sessions and chris and i are also trying to figure out a schedule for doing our little weekly wrap-up show so if supporting the show sounds like something you're interested in head over to patreon.com analog talk we have a bunch of stuff over there we're always trying to to get some new ideas and and fresh stuff for the patreon and for the Patreons who already help support the show guys we do not know what we would do without you That's going to be it for this week's episode. Again, Naeem, thanks for taking the time to hang out. It was great. So until next week, we'll be back with an all new episode. All right, guys. Later.